Welcome to another episode of the Men of the House podcast. Got a very special episode today. It's the collaboration of the Podcast Connection Network. Yesterday dropped the first episode on Hot Mess Espresso. I'll be dropping mine on the Men of the House podcast. Next up will be Amber McRae at Connection Over Perfection. And lastly will be Hunter on Everything is Connected. But I encourage you to go and listen to all four episodes in order. Heather, myself, Amber, and then Hunter. But yeah, go check it out. So we're going to go ahead and start off today with a reflection. February 1st, create calm. You do not have to wait for a calm moment to chase a sense of peace in your life. Life is rarely easy, and it rarely offers calm moments that you have not carved out with intention and deliberation. Hold close those moments that soothe you, and look for ways to cultivate that calm on demand. It's a state of mind and an active practice. It will not arrive wrapped as a gift, dropped into your lap. Think of it as a garden that needs your careful attention. Get to planting, and you'll have somewhere beautiful to relax when you need it. All it takes is figuring out how to make it grow. You know, I can kind of attest to this. Um, This is week three of very three interesting weeks with, you know, my daughter had the flu two weeks ago. My wife had the flu the week after. Now my daughter has an ear infection secondary to the flu from all the congestion and on top of it when I went to the gym Friday and went to leave my car wouldn't start but you know what I can tell you is that I've remained calm I focus on what I can control what I can contribute to and I don't focus on what are the problems other than Attempting to solve them, of course. In which some, you know, when you have sick children or spouses or significant others, then, you know, it's really about just providing care, being there, doing things for them because they're sick and they don't feel well. So, but yeah, I've kind of managed to create and shift my focus into working on things I can control, like the podcast, uh, watching some webinars, learning some new stuff on YouTube, watching podcasts. Instead of going to the gym, I'm going out in nature, getting my walk, and lifting weights outside. That's all you can do. Keep calm and press on. Remember, you can control how you react to situations. Without further ado... Let's move on to my part in the Podcast Connection Network. Enjoy. I think what else like we need to think about too is kind of doing reflections like end of the year versus beginning of the year. Because you see everybody's like posts at the end of the year. They're like, my God, I accomplished this. I accomplished that. Or this year was like really hard. I fought a lot of like silent battles or whatever. And you know, a lot of the times I feel like the end of the year too can be really crappy for people's mental health and then trying to do new, like 
reflections at the beginning of the year and like just evaluating all that. I feel like the like New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is very much like a time that is just it's very weird for a lot of people. And like I have a weird take on it because my so my birthday is right after New Year's. So for me, I'm not only reflecting on the prior year, I'm reflecting on the prior age because my birthday is on the 4th. So I'm basically able to reflect on everything that happened in the prior year. And I guess I'm lucky in that way because I'm like, oh, 31 slash this past year was, you know, a shit show or something like that. But also um, gives me like a little bit of a, not so much like, okay, this year I'm going to, it's like, okay, at this age, like 32, I'm going to X, Y, Z. Yeah. Well, see, and I don't think that January 1st is the first of the year anyway. So, but that's just me. I mean, culture. (laughs) (laughs) So like, like April's the really the beginning of the year because it's spring, you know, everything's reborn. I really think after daylight savings time, the year started. Yeah, and that's a whole nother topic. I mean, I think there's 13 months, but we don't talk about the 13th month. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Richard, how do you go about the beginning of the year versus the end of the year? Yeah, how do those reflections work for you? Mm, they're definitely kind of morphed over the past several years, kind of in reasonings like describing it as one less person at a holiday gathering each year or like let's say one year we actually had christmas with my grandmother here and then we left to go see in-laws and stuff came back she was in the hospital and never came out of the hospital um so the past three years have been kind of interesting in that i look at those types of things but maybe that's kind of the reason i really don't necessarily set resolutions per se, um, but kind of look at maybe what qualities do I want to improve in myself, um, whether it's being a better father, husband, this, that, the other. Um, <clears throat> and so... Should that be something we do every day, though? Like, I feel like that's something that we all get to do every day, not just like a... We have the opportunity to do it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every day, be better than we were yesterday. But, you know, for some reason, I think it kind of goes back to that in a way, like Heather said, I mean, for her, the year is almost a year. You're looking back on the year. And so there is that kind of starting and stopping point. Now, when I worked in corporate America, some of these things were changed because, you know, yes, there's the year, there's the fiscal year. Some people's fiscal years run calendar year. Some people's fiscal year run July 1 to June 30th. So, um, you know, there were all kinds of, um, set points to stop and look and reflect, I guess you could say. Um, but the past several years for me, just personally with kind of doing a freelance Uber thing, not having corporate calendars, corporate fiscal years and or corporate goals, I've noticed, you know, how I reflect and, what I look to change, not necessarily call it a resolution, but how can, how can this new year be better than the last year? So one thing I love about what you guys are saying is like that after action report, like after taking 
the year to reflect, which is something that I haven't really done prior. So it's something I'm really going to focus on because I'm, I'm shifting the way that I think about things. I'm trying this new 12 week year. It's, it's so far, I'm actually really loving it because it goes along with everything that we're talking about. And one thing that I really got out of reading the book was they were talking about that if something doesn't work or that it's not producing what you want, instead of taking a look at like, is it me? Am I not following through or is it the system? Most people just abandon the system and then they move on to another system because they think that program or that system or that schedule is going to be the new thing that's going to fix their life. And what I'm noticing is that it's really self-accountability to that self-awareness is, am I using the system the way that I'm supposed to be? Or am I, or am I half-assing it? Or, you know, what's not working? And so at the end of the year or at the end of whatever cycle that you are choosing to do now. Um, so mine will be three months. I will take a look at the systems that I'm using and instead of abandoning them, I will adjust because we don't always need something new, something fancy, something shiny. What's working good for us, we need to enhance and just continue to enhance what is working and then take a hard look at what's not working and why and making adjustments. And I think so much that quick fix mentality is that we want to find a new system, a new journal, a new program, a new group, a new website, a new app that's going to change our life. Clean slate. Yeah. Clean slate. Yeah. We want to start over because we don't, we don't like the progress that we made and we want to start over. It's hitting the reset button on the video game. Is it that we don't like the progress that we made or we don't like the work we have to put into? Or do we not like failing at it? That too. We don't like getting a bad grade, right? So this new system that I'm trying, it's all about self-accountability. And so you're checking in with yourself every day and like scoring. So you really have to be honest with yourself. Am I showing up? Mm -hmm. And if you're not showing up to sit in that. Instead of abandoning it, are you talking to me? I thought we had this conversation. Did you say fear of fear of success? <laughs> I just came, I just had a realization today wow. that I, I may I may have a slight fear of success, and and so yeah, I, I definitely do. Think not you should say that you. louder. I'm Richard, not sure you if the listeners you were talking. <laughs> no, 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 Hunter. I think you might get out. Was that one more time? Fear of success. It's a self-sabotaging. It's something I've had to really face in owning a company and, you know, doing things is a lot of people are fear of failing, which I have no problem. You know, I'm like, I'll fail forward all day. But I've noticed, you know, my coach was like, maybe you have a fear of success. I'm like, well, that's dumb. You know, and she's like, no, it's, a thing. it's real. real. Yeah. I, I've literally with my podcast flat out been like everybody's like, Oh my god, what if it what if it does get big? And I'm like, Yeah. Oh my god, what if it does get big? What the fuck am I gonna do now? Like you know, like all lies on me and no thank you. But right. this is also what I set out to do. It's like a goal but also a no thanks all at the same time. And it's like trying to 
work within that. That's why, like, I kind of freaked out when it took off, like, quickly. I was like, like, I expected 30 people to listen to it total ever, and now, like... Right, in your last podcast, you even said that. You said that in your last podcast. You said that in your last podcast. I wasn't expecting, you know, 26 people to listen to it total. Now I have 100 followers. Huh? Killing it. Shout out. No, I'm sitting here going... What do I do now? And it's like the logical thing is go for two hundred. Mm. Well, you keep showing up, right? You keep showing up. My brain is like, no, no, no! You've done enough. Just like let Take it die. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Take a break. <laughs> well, and I think that's why the seasons too help. Right? Is finding ways to to stay consistent without overloading. And we were kind of talking about this earlier is filling up your plate where you can't reproduce that all of the time. And that's why, again, a lot of people shut down and especially with New Year's resolutions, people are like, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week for a month. And I'm like, that's not reproducible. You have to break it down to baby steps. I'm going to eat broccoli and sadness and get those six pack. Right. Like, no, you're not. Are you guys attacking me right now? <laughs> I think we we all struggle with the same thing, right? And I think that's why we're having this conversation because we're all guilty of it. Well, no, I think it, I think a lot of people choose health and fitness because it's what everybody does. Help, well, but it matters to me. I've learned that it matters more to my mental health than it does to, you know, if I'm going to look like a model on a magazine. You know, I, I'm just a happier, more tolerable person to myself and others right. when I exercise and eat a little bit better. So I don't know. I don't I don't think I'm more tolerable the day after leg day. <laughs> I am actually very cranky. Yeah. But well and I think that I think Richard has a point is that it's something that we're always wanting to work on always to better ourselves in that area. And we cannot seem to find a system that sticks. And so we keep trying year after year to find something that is going to work. Well, if you think about it, we've all been surrounded by big, like unattainable quotes, like shoot for the moon, you land amongst the stars. So it's just like, shoot big and you know if you get like a fraction of it like that's going to be good enough and it's like in reality no because you didn't hit the big goal that you set that was like completely unattainable if you want to go to the gym and you want to eat healthier start small like i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to go to i'm going to commit to going to the gym one day a week i'm going to commit to eating one day where I'm eating clean and I'm not making shitty food decisions. And once you're like consistent with that, then move it up to two or three. But when you're like immediately out the gate, like I'm going to eat clean all the time. I'm going to cut completely cut out junk food and sugar and carbs and this, that, and the other thing, which all tend to have withdrawal periods with your body. And then, you know, I'm also going to quit drinking and I'm going to hit the gym five days a week. Good luck. I, I tell my clients all the time, start with five minutes. Start with moving your body for five minutes a day. And they're like, Amber, that's not going to get me anywhere. I'm like, where are you now? Where are you now? So I'm, I'm like, which, which is better five days a week for five minutes or 30 minutes once every other week? Cause that's in reality, probably what you're going to do. Well, and I think also, even when you're going to the gym, everybody's like, oh, if you're not going for an hour, like it's not good enough. And it's like, no. 
10 to 20 minutes of cardio, you're still doing something. Right. 10 to 20 minutes of lifting weight. You're doing something. And it's less that you have to fight with your brain about. I can tell Mm -hmm. my brain. Literally. Yeah, I can tell my brain. I can talk my brain into doing anything for 15 minutes. Well, I think think you have to look at life kind of. You need to look at like it's a continuum like a marathon. Yeah, exactly. I can do anything for 15 minutes. But if you tell me I have to go for an hour – I'm not going to do that. That's going to be so much harder for me to combat. Yeah. And that, so for me, creating habits that are reproducible all of the time, how can I make it reproducible? And usually if you can make it fun, now I'm a competitive person as well. So I love making, (laughs) oh, you guys didn't know that? I'm also competitive in case nobody knew. (laughs) I had no idea. You want to race? Yeah. (laughs) Richard, now are you competitive? Very okay. Super. <laughs> yeah. He did say if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. He did. Yeah, no, that. the only thing better than winning is not losing. Is not losing. That yeah, that one. Same thing. <laughs> but so if you make it fun, it will get done. So if you can turn something fun that is super shitty and you could do it for small amounts of time, mm-hmm. you much easier to crush your goals. To move forward. How about that? It's much easier yeah. to continue to move forward. It's progress and momentum. Momentum is so real. Like Momentum. It is. It's huge. Like, like think about a snowball. It's the snowball, how it, it starts rolling down the hill and gets bigger and bigger because it picks up more and more of the snow and it just gets so big, it's unstoppable. Like, uh, I read a book called the, um, I want to say it was called The Domino Effect. And it, ta- it, it talks a lot about momentum and starting small. And you can do that with anything. You're, you can do that with getting out of debt. Um, you can do it mm-hmm. with um, uh, reading books or working out or, um, you know, changing your diet. And I like really quick going back to the diet thing just for a second. Um, changing your diet does not mean to change everything you eat. The whole like change, just completely change everything you eat. You can change one thing at a time. Like that's a baby step, right? It's a baby mm-hmm. step. Yeah. I always tell people to add something in versus take it out. Mm. People want to remove things. But if you add nutritious things in yep. your body, you will begin to want to remove those things automatically. And so it's so much easier and mentally better yeah. than trying to deprive yourself versus adding a nutrient in. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. If you did, please head over to the Podcast Connection Network landing page. Check out all the podcasts and all the resources available at that page. Also, remember to follow, like, rate, review, subscribe, leave comments, share it to five people, especially if you got anything out of this episode. But also, I encourage you to go back and listen to the library of episodes that each of us have created. I think it'll give you a good launching point, tell you what we're all about, and you can find your place and hopefully your place is with all of us. Thank you, and I'll see you next week. Peace.